Do you feel stuck with your significant other? Maybe the passion isn't what it used to be or that intimacy and closeness you once shared isn't how you desire it to be today. Maybe you need to stoke the embers on the flame or maybe you even need to put some gasoline on it. But no matter what, today we're going to share with you the five mistakes you're making that's killing your flame coming up next. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Home to Haven podcast. Welcome to the channel. If you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited, so thankful that you are here and join us today for this episode. We are Terrell and Jen Turner, and we empower you to turn your home into a haven through inspiration, education, and resources. So if you like the content, please like and subscribe. That's right. Thanks for joining today. You are in the right spot. If you desire your home to be turned into a haven with that peaceful, loving, joyful atmosphere, we are here to help you get through that journey. So welcome, welcome today. We are going to start off and kind of go off of our last episode. We're going to talk more about the relationship spark. Okay. And we are going to kind of switch it around and we're going to talk about the five mistakes that you may be making that are killing that spark right. in your relationship. That's right. Uh, so number one, the first, we could right into it. The first yeah. mistake you're making is you are not intentional. Okay. You're just kind of doing things to be doing things. And you have to be intentional when it comes to your significant other. There's got to be times where you take time to really think through and do things, say things, relate things, communicate things that really is meaningful to your other partner. You can't just take those things for granted. Right. And a lot of times that happens over the course of time. Right. And you need to do those things on purpose. You need to have the intent. You're not just, things don't happen by accident, right? Like you have to put in the intention to build up your relationship to make it strong. So you may have been in a relationship for a while, right? And it may just be like kind of, like you said, you're just going along doing the motions and you kind of forget that you need to put in that specific intention every day. Yeah. The word intent means, you know, done by design. It's again, not accident, but this word (laughs) purpose. Okay. So, you know, if I'm thinking about it right now, you know, in my, initial pursuit of you which was Mm -hmm. what nine years ago that's insane but you know I would think about things I would strategize things of what I'm going to say to you in the morning or um, what I'm going to do you know we thought through dates plan do through dates you know almost to the to the hour to the minute okay on the tee and that's not the case right now and so it's important to Take some time to go back and really think through some things, plan out something that communicates and shares the other person that I'm still thinking about you. You're still priority in my life. And that can stoke that intimacy, that flame that maybe needs a little bit of blowing on. Right. I think those intentional things that, you know, you may have started doing while you're dating, like now you may be more consumed with work or you may have kids or you more have other kind of problems or things that issues that you're dealing with. And so you aren't quite thinking about that relationship so much as you were like back when we were dating because it was first and foremost on your mind. So just keeping that in your mind that, 
if you believe your relationship should be your highest priority after God, obviously, that you have to put that intention in. It doesn't just happen as you go along with life. Yeah, familiarity breeds uh, complacency. So work on that. So look at that, your intentionality. Uh, Number two, the second mistake you're making is you are not flirting. Okay. Now, how how about that? Because I hear that a lot as senior couples or couples who have been together for, you know, two, three, four, five plus years mm-hmm. is that, well, he no longer flirts or she no, no, no longer flirts, especially okay. after the kids come. Right. There seems to be that lack of or that, you know, not as much flirtation right. and a little salt flavor going on. Okay. It's just raw chicken now. Okay. <laughs> and then also kind of just touching base with your partner of what does it actually mean to flirt? Because I could be thinking that, hey, I'm flirting with you throughout the day, sending you text messages or, you know, what I deem to be flirting. And you're like over the head. Like I did not catch that as something that you were using to kind of stoke the flame or or stoke the fire. And maybe you need to re-communicate that. Right. You know, what do you like or what is it that I can do to get your attention? Right. To maintain your attention. You know, don't feel out of place. And... When you when your partner comes to you, be vulnerable right. and receive it. Don't be defensive. We've talked about that. Use I language. You know, I feel this way or I need this instead of you don't. But really receive what they're trying to communicate so that you all can, you know, be together. I think about, again, going back to when we first dated. Mm-hmm. We, we sent text, well, at least I did, uh, <laughs> sent text messages or would send memes. Right. I don't even know if they do those things anymore, but... They do. You know. <laughs> they do. Um, again, just trying to, so I, I, I think of one was the baby crying and I would, I would type, you know, I miss like Jen. I miss you. you know, and do I, you miss I have, me anymore? <laughs> <laughs> right? So I don't communicate that as often as I should, you know, because again, we, we allow. Right. We allow ourselves to be occupied by other things and it's time now. This podcast is helping you get back to, hey, this is what it was. And that's not looking back in the mirror. It's just, this was the standard that we had. Let's get back to that standard. And the flirting can evolve over time, right? I mean, maybe in the beginning, like you handed me a rose and I thought that was like amazing. And not that it's not amazing now, but I know one thing you really like is variety. So if I just did the same thing over and over and over, you might not feel like I'm flirting. I'm going to feel devalued. Right. You're not feeling (laughs) like I'm trying. And I'm probably like, I'm doing the thing I thought I was supposed to be doing. So like you said, when you're communicating is actually listening to the other person and maybe speaking back to them, oh, hey, I heard you say this. Is that 100%, right? 100%. Because you're growing, right. you're maturing, you are developing right. individually and as a couple. So you've got to keep those lines of communication open so that you can maintain your level of intimacy. That's right. So the third thing you're doing, the third mistake, don't make this mistake, is your last. Okay. You are putting your, your significant other last. And that is a crucial mistake that I see couples make where, especially again, kids come and you are prioritized with baseball and soccer and dance class and run the kids around. You're consumed by reports and emails and texts and all those things that come in. Uh, We can be, we can be consumed by sports and, you know, the playoffs and the game and we're, putting our significant other again it says significant but we're putting them they're not significant on our 
fourth, fifth, sixth level of right. our to-do list. And that starts brooding contempt slowly and slowly and by slowly. And there's division that, that, that uh, comes into play. Right. I mean, you could be going throughout your day. You know, you both wake up at different times. I'm trying to get the kids ready. You're trying to get off to work. You know, you go into your meetings and you realize as you go throughout the entire day, like, wait, have I even touched base with my spouse? Have I even talked to my husband and yeah. see how he's doing? Or have I done anything to help the relationship, yeah. move it along further, grow it? Um, and then you've gone through the whole day and then you lay in bed and you're like, okay, what's up? Like, what's, what's up? happening? Right. Um, so like, that's the last thing you're doing throughout the day. And so switch that around, make switch sure that they are not 100%. last um, in anything. And that'll go a long way. It really will. That's a part of some nonverbal communication that goes a long way. When your spouse, when your person feels appreciated, right. valued, valued, that you're putting things they're aside priority. for them, they are a right. priority. Absolutely. Right. And even if they're something that has to happen, you know, I had to take your car today to the shop, get mm-hmm. some oil changes, get some stuff done to it. I was there for four hours, but we touched base. We right. FaceTimed. And so those are things that you want to do. It just maintains that communication. It maintains that connection, maintains that consistency. Right. You know, Matthew nineteen six, God says what God has joined together. What I've joined together, don't let anyone bring it us and don't let anyone put a damper on what I've put together. That includes you and that includes me. Right. So we have a responsibility from Almighty God to maintain and to take care of what he has given us and entrust us with, and that is our covenant relationship in marriage. And it helps keep us, like, our thoughts and our minds of, like, we're a team. We're Absolutely. working through and we're going through life together. You know, you shouldn't be off doing your thing. I shouldn't be off doing my thing. And then we just come together at night and, you know. So how do we do that because how do we come back together because a lot of people are doing exactly what you described right. where they're separate in the same house how can we come back together and be a true team for me it's communication like for you just even saying like hey we're we're working on this together we are a team you've said that multiple times to me throughout our marriage and it's just like okay reassured me like hey he has me as a priority. He has us as a priority as okay. a in our, in our relationship and as a couple. And we're working together. I'm not out here doing everything alone. And sometimes, you know, you may feel that way when you're dealing with everything, everything. separately. Like <laughs> I'm dealing with work. You're dealing with work, and we obviously work in separate places. Um, we have j- just a lot of stuff going on, like you said, busy schedules, life stuff happening around us, but. Like for me, it's verbally hearing you say those words and right. making that intention again to tell me like we are a team, we're working together, you are a priority, and we come together as one. Absolutely. Hey, if you're liking this comment, we're going to pause for a second and just do a quick thumbs up, do a quick heart, a quick like. Let us know that you enjoy this content and want more of it. Feel free to comment or send a message. We would really appreciate it. And you mentioned something about setbacks. We talked about setbacks in episode number 14. Right, it was a good one. So it's a good one. Check that episode out. If you missed it, you'll be greatly blessed by that. Another mistake, number four, and we'll wrap it up. So number four is that you are not making your family time quality time. And this is something that is a priority in the Turner household is family time. Okay. Um, we spend time every day around the dinner table. I think that's something that is lost in, in our culture mm-hmm. in America. Um, I can't speak for everyone. Everyone's not that way. 
But I would encourage you to not allow people to be in different rooms, doing their different things, especially when they're older. You know, set that standard, set that pillar, set that um, priority, purpose early. Um, And if you've gotten away from it, kind of get back to it. But we spend time around the family dinner table, and that's one of our times of as a family talking to one another, getting each other eyes, looking at one another, right. and really being transparent in our family. That's right. Using that quality time. So those times that you do have to just focus on your relationships and you're not trying to multitask, um, to use that family time. And then to also have quality time that doesn't involve the kids, right? right. I mean, that's... We need one-on-one time alone without the kids. I and mean, family time is, is quality, but... a non-negotiable. Right. I wanna, it has to be a non-negotiable. Okay. We are not setting this aside. We're not going to, well, we'll do it next week. It's a non-negotiable right. that we have set aside at least minimum of one time a week. I mean, excuse me, one time a month. Date night out, you a mean? Date night right. out. Um, and that, again, we're not talking about, you got to have to go to a five-star family restaurant for date night, that can simply be a walk down to the mailbox and hanging right. out by in the parking lot by a tree and talking, <laughs> right? right? Mm-hmm. So wherever you are, wherever you are in your finances, in your in your life, right. whatever's going on, right. but set the priority, set the intent on purpose, schedule it out. We've got date nights scheduled months in advance. Right. We've got trips scheduled out months in advance. Why? Because your relationship and how you are and how we function, how we act, how we coexist is of the utmost importance to me. And I want to protect, I want to maintain the atmosphere, the level of intimacy that we have. And I do not want to sacrifice that for anyone or anything or anybody. That's right. And those date nights, like you said, they don't have to be super expensive. They don't have to last all day. You don't have to do overnights. All those, those are great. I mean, we love those too. Um, You can always do like easy, quick things to make the date feel extra special. So like, for example, we could set up a date and say, you know, let's meet at the restaurant or, you know, instead of getting ready together and driving together, which is kind of typical, you know, spice it up a little bit and say, Hey, I'll meet you at such restaurant at whatever time and kind of bring it back to when you were dating and you weren't living together and you kind of had to get, get ready separately and meet each other. It's, it kind of feels a little different Yeah, and just do those little tweaks and and twists that, you know, you just like as a couple to kind of make it extra special, those date nights. I want to bring it also back spiritual and just okay. ask the Lord and invite the Lord into your relationship. You guys are a team. Right. And the Lord should be at the center of that. So Amen. don't forget to invite him into family time, invite him into um, communication time, invite him into you know scheduling time. God, give me an idea or just help me, Lord. Um, to plan something that right. would make my husband or make my wife right. or make my children feel valued. He is there. He is right. your great helper. He's your comforter. And so don't forget, you know, we got Google, we got Instagram, we got all those great things. We got the social media gurus. Right. Okay, great. But at the end of the day, the greater one lives on the inside of you and he will teach you all things. And he created those people around you, right? So he knows what they need. He knows what they want, and so he can make that personalized. It's not just something, again, like you said, find on the internet. (laughs) But he can speak to your spirit and be like, you know what? I know 
my son would really like this, or I know my husband would really like this. Or they really need to hear you say this. Right. You know, they need to hear you compliment them with this, or, right. or don't do this at this particular time, right? And that's just gazing that that, that sensitivity to his voice, yeah. and he'll lead you to all truth, the scripture says. All right, and finally, the final mistake you are making okay. that is killing and destroying okay. your passion is you are a predictable. Okay. We know what you're going to do. We know what you're going to say. Okay. And so it's important that you uh, schedule a surprise. I know that okay. kind of sounds kind right. of funky, but that you think ahead about something that I'm going to do that my spouse isn't expecting. Okay. I'm going to do something for them. I'm going to say something for them that really, again, makes them feel appreciated, loved, valued, and that s- stirs that pot right. and gets that thing right. going of maintaining your level of intimacy and spice in your relationship. Okay, so you can schedule a surprise, right? Absolutely. So um, I know for us, like in the beginning of our relationship, you did that a lot. Like you like to surprise me and I was... I personally am like, I don't like surprises. Don't surprise me. Right. But um, you did prove yourself very well. And so you get to know your partner. And so, you know, after a few times, I'm like, you know what? I can trust him. I know that what he's (laughs) going to surprise me with is going to be a good thing. And so it was exciting. And um, I know, again, like like I said before, you like variety too. So just spice it up, do a little surprising not be so predictable, be a little spontaneous. Yeah, do something that, I mean, and it could be something so small, fellas. You can just take some crayons, okay. and if you're a right-handed, go in your left hand okay. and just try to draw a, a, a heart and say, I love you, as ugly and as crappy okay. as you can make it, and put it on her uh, on the window of the bathroom. There and you go. she'll think it's the greatest thing, at all, and that costs you nothing, right. right? If it's heartfelt. If it's heartfelt. And again, get the vacuum and maybe vacuum a, a room. A That's a good one. <laughs> you know, ladies, put a, a note in the car right. or just something that. Go back to when you were fifteen, or try to try <laughs> right. to try to go back to, man. I'm I'm trying to win this girl. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get that guy to like me again. Right. And yes, I've won you. Yes, you are mine. Yes, we are together. But it's those little things of intent and thinking and the butterflies that makes me think, okay, she really does love me. She cares about me. I'm not stale. I, I may have put on a few pounds, but you know, mm-hmm. we are a team and we are still hot for one another. Yeah. It makes that relationship meaningful and special and connected. And you just feel that again, like you said, that flame and it's not burning out. That's right. Hey, we pray that you have received something and that you will stop making these mistakes and make an intent to turn that around and stoke the flame and come back together and renew your connection with your significant other. If you receive something, please like and subscribe and let us know, Hey, I got something. I really, really enjoyed it. Go ahead and share it with someone if you are feel so inclined. That would help us out so much. We greatly appreciate it. Hey, we've got something. I know it's so hard to sometimes maintain an atmosphere. A lot of people, I think you were saying, sometimes don't know where to start. And right. so we've come up with something we believe might help them. Tell them about that. That's right. We have a 10-page um, guide yeah. that is a great must-have starter resource that that will help you know what to pray over your home. So a lot of people are like, I know prayer is important. I know it's crucial, but I just don't know where to start. And so we've put together this guide. It's beautifully put together, and it has some great, great scriptures and resources of what to actually pray 
over your home and to help turn it into the haven. It's going to it's a great place again to get started. It's not a full thing. Right. It's, it's a good starting point if you don't know what to pray, if you don't know how to pray, if you want better communication or better connection with your family member. It's just a, right. it's a great place to start. Prayer changes the situation. So you got to have this and the way you get it is go to oakhavencompany.com slash guide g-u-i-d-e that's simple it's yours get it today it is extra special we made it just for you (laughs) in mind so thank you again for joining us today we look forward to seeing you again on the home Haven podcast next week god bless thanks for listening we hope you've learned something to help you grow in your relationships and received some practical ways to make your home a true haven now it's time to put what you've heard to use We'd love to hear what you are doing, so connect with us on social and send a message. Search and find us at Oak Haven Company on Instagram and Facebook. We also have resources for you, such as printables, devotionals, and helpful articles on our website at oakhavencompany.com. And we'd love to stay in touch with you with our exclusive offers, news, and content made only available to our email list members. Sign up today to receive Jen's free download pack and Terrell's confessional guide as our way of saying thank you. Click the join our email group link in the description. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.